your grace upon us. God, we're so thankful for the blood of Jesus that redeemed us unto God. We thank you, Father, the things that you planned for us. Show us that, that which you have planned for us. God, give us ears to hear what you're saying to us and speak to us. Things that we've not yet heard that we might increase in the knowledge of you. Show us things that we've not yet seen that we might truly observe and have vision for the future. I thank you. Strengthen us for the day that we live in. We might really walk in the grace and the power of the anointing that you have bestowed upon us. We thank you for this morning, God. Holy Spirit, we ask you to fill our mouth with words that we might have utterance from you to speak as we ought to speak. Give each one ears to hear what you're saying. Not only to them personally, but to us collectively. That we truly might be strengthened in our inner man by the Spirit of God. That we together might be strong in you. That we might fulfill the plan that you have for us. So open our eyes to see and our ears to hear. Open our mouth to speak. God, that we truly might speak as of the oracles of God. Speak that which you have planned, that which you have declared unto us. That we might embrace the truth and know in embracing the truth, there's freedom and there's liberty from the strategies and the power of the enemy. Father, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise, the thanksgiving for everything that will be accomplished by your word and your spirit this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Good morning, church. Good morning. How are you this morning? Great. Happy New Year's Eve. Good praise good. the Lord. Glory to God. Why don't you look at somebody next to you and say, the life of God dwells in me and the life of God dwells in you. Therefore, you have victory. In every situation, under every circumstance, and in every place. And your victory releases a fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere you go. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. Once again, welcome. So glad that you're here this morning. And I uh, want to welcome everybody who's joining us online today. We're glad that you're with us and uh, glad that you're joining us. I want to share a few things with you. Uh, we'll see if we get into the message uh, I really spent a lot of time, and uh, for the sound booth, get ready, we're just moving, however. Um, it was already yesterday, and uh, this morning in prayer, I got a few things, and um, praise the Lord. So Paul said, you know, sometimes we just come and, uh, in fear and trembling. And so I believe that uh, we just came out, we began to, to pray in pre-service prayer, there's some things that God's spoken to us, and as I've been praying in December, really felt like, you know, not to rhyme, but God's going to do even more in 2024. And really, a lot of that is He's going to continue to do and, and has had us praying into, we said this last year, 2023 and 2024. And so, you know, we haven't used this phrase for quite a while, but uh, that God has been preparing us for what He has prepared for us, so that we'll occupy that place and not be occupied by it. We know that we'll come on tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll have in it whatever it has in it. Jesus said this. Why do you worry? We talked about this last week. Why do you worry about tomorrow? Because tomorrow, the trouble in tomorrow is sufficient for the day, right? Whatever is in tomorrow will be in tomorrow. We'll have to make tomorrow. We'll have to occupy tomorrow with whatever. And so God's been preparing us and establishing us so that 
whatever tomorrow brings, whatever 2024 brings, we'll be prepared to occupy that. And so this morning as we began to pray, the Spirit of God just really uh, grabbed me and began to pray through me. And, and I began to see this. And, and, and so I'm going to share this and then we'll endeavor to get into covenant connections. But uh, I began to see 2024, you know, and it, this doesn't undo. God's going to do more. But 2024 is going to be a tumultuous year. Such a tumultuous year as I began to pray out, I began to see Jesus and the disciples in the boat crossing to the other side, and it got so tumultuous that they began to cry out to Jesus, do you not care what's going on? We could die. 2024 is going to be tumultuous for some people that they're going to begin to wonder whether or not God even cares about what's going on, but he does care, and to know and to be prepared that you know exactly who you're in the boat with. Again, covenant connections that we've been talking about are important as I begin to see this, who, know who you're in the boat with. And to understand that in that place in the boat, Jesus, in all of his wonder, stood up and he said, peace, be still. Peace, be still. And so he declares to us, he said, listen, there's a place coming, John chapter 14. He said, if you love me, you'll do my commandments. He's about to leave the earth. It's about to get tumultuous for the disciples in their day. They have just thought, whoo, this is going to be awesome. Jesus is going to set up his kingdom. We're going to be with him. Their anticipation and their hope about how awesome it's going to be. He said, I just got to tell you something. I'm about to leave. And if you love me, you're going to carry on and you're going to do my commandments. Then he goes on, you can read it, he says, I'm going to send you the helper, because you're going to need some help. Come on, this is not a time to uh, not get very close to the Holy Spirit of God. This year will be very critical and very vital that you get your time in the Word. I I mean, we had anticipated this, but to go through the New Testament this year... And to really focus in on the New Testament, to take that time. It's, you may seem like, wow, there's a lot of scripture. I don't know if I have time. But this will be the time to not watch your TV program. This will be a time to not jump on to social media at the first and t- take in all that information that will add to the tumultuous part of the year. You look at that, there will be stuff all over the place that will rock your boat But instead of picking that up to pick up the Word of God, to intently put the Word of God in you, and to be led by the Word and the Spirit of God. Spirit of God said it will be more important than ever before to know how to and be sensitive to being led by the Spirit of God. Where you go, what you say, where you end up with. Not to be frivolous, not to just think it doesn't matter, because it matters. Because God is setting up divine appointments. It's time to be cautious and careful with the divine relationships that God has given you. Divine appointments and divine relationships. See, if you miss a divine appointment, we always think, well, that's all right. I missed it. It'll come back around. No, there's divine appointments that you don't want to miss. God's going to set up some points in time. Not just divine appointments. Who's he going to set me up with? Divine appointments with him. Being sensitive to the Spirit of God, when you want to do something, you're busy doing something else, the Spirit of God is going to say, no, stop that, come away and be with me. To do that will bring peace in the midst of the storm. He plans on taking us to the other side. That's his plan. 
to take you to the other side. He said, this will be a year to be very careful. As James said, not to say, hey, this will be a good year for me to do this and go do this and make some money here, make some money there. He said, you don't know exactly what will come in this year. He says, so don't get into your own thinking. James even said it like this in James chapter 4. He said, that's, that's your boasting to say, I'll go here and I'll do this and I'll make some money here and I'll do this here. He said, you don't know what the future holds. He said, now is a time that you say, if the Lord wills, I will do this. And if the Lord wills, I will do that. Because he knows exactly what the year holds. So this is really a year, 2024. God wants to do more. But we're going to have to be more in tune with God's word and God's will and the leading of the Holy Spirit than maybe we ever have before. Jesus went on to say, my peace... I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. So we're not looking to the world for peace. The world's going to be tumultuous. The world's going to be all over the map. If we're involved in the world situations, we're going to be tossed to and fro. We're going to come to the point where we think, God, do you not care? If you're looking at the outward circumstances, you're going to think, God, do you not care? But when you know that you're in the right boat, in the right relationship, in his word, you'll be able to stand up as he expected the disciples to do and say, peace, be still in my life. My heart needs peace. I'm not going to get caught up in the worry and the stress and the anxiety. To really focus in on Philippians chapter 4. That we should rejoice always, and again, I say rejoice. You say, wait a minute, you just told us it'd be tumultuous. How can we rejoice? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. That we draw from the wells and the reservoir that salvation has offered to us. Everything that we need in the midst of the day, in the midst of the storm, is in our salvation. And he says, we draw from the wells of salvation with joy. With joy. It's not a good time to be looking to everybody else to make you peaceful, looking to everybody else to give you joy, looking to everybody else to love you. It's a time to really lock in to where God has placed you and be intimate with him and the spirit of God, for he will supply everything that you have need of. He will supply everything that you have need of. And so he says, from this place, where do we gather this peace? He says, rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men. It is going to be a time to really focus on the simple, solid things of the Word. The Word of God. Praise God. Come on. Praise God. In divine relationship, covenant connections. You know, we, I've said this for a long time. We're going to have people in this year, and it's going to be like gourmet meal. Rick Renner's coming. You don't want to miss it. And we just had a, a delicious meal last night. Uh, family together went out, had a delicious meal. I was just thinking, man, that was awesome. That was awesome. It was good. But day to day, Sunday to Sunday, we have meat and potatoes. We're going to have the word of God that brings you solid. If you'll just do those, if you'll be a doer of that, you'll be successful. There will be added unto. But many times, and the Bible said in the last days... People will want ear candy. What they want to hear is sound sweet and make you feel good, but if it's not nutritious, if it's not the thing that will keep you solid, keep you focused, keep you connected, keep your anchor behind the veil. 
Keep your expectation on what God has said to you and about you. Toss to and fro. So now is really a time to be sober, to be vigilant. Your adversary, the enemy, is seeking whom he may devour. But we get to resist him steadfast in the faith. Steadfast in the faith. Say, wow, that sounds a lot different. Zane just said it was going to be our most prosperous and successful year. It can be. And believe me, when I walked out of prayer and walked into my office, I said, I do not want to say this. I want to cheerlead everybody on. But I'm just telling you, you can mark it down. If none of it comes to pass, if it's a smooth, silky year, you can come back and say, man, you were really wrong. (laughs) And that'll be all right, because we'll all be moving along. But listen, if you start to feel like you're getting tossed out of the boat, you start screaming out, you bail on what God's doing because it's tumultuous, I'm just telling you ahead of time. There'll be stuff going on all around us. But thank God he's prepared a table for you in the presence of your enemy. Praise the Lord. He's not going to hide you in the midst of it all. We're going to be right out there in the boat in the midst of the storm, crossing to the other side. The enemy thinking he's going to get people to cry out because there is no faith, but the people of faith are going to stand up and say, listen, we're going to the other side. God said we're going to accomplish this, and we will stay with him, right, right? and not doubt him. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So turn over to Proverbs chapter 3 for just a minute. I want to remind you where we started last year in this, or this year, the first of this year. I guess we're not into 2024 yet been thinking about it so much, even Christmas Eve. I said, Christmas Eve 2024. (laughs) Verse 5, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Somebody say, all my heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways. Somebody say, all my ways. ways. Come on, that that means all your ways. Your financial ways, your marriage ways, your family ways. Right? You're, You're going to work ways. You're getting up ways. You're laying down ways. All your ways. Not just your church ways. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he'll direct your path. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil. And it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Praise the Lord. Health to your flesh, strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions, with the first fruit of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son in whom he delights. Now turn over to Psalms 37. Praise the Lord. Verse 4, we'll start in verse 3. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Trust in the Lord. Feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, 
and he will bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light, your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. So he continued to, to tell us, trust in the Lord, feed on his faithfulness, trust in the Lord, acknowledge him in everything that we do. God's going to do more in 2024. He's going to do more in the midst of circumstances that you wonder about than you could ever dream possible. He's going to be moving when it looks like everything is going to fail. If you put your trust in him, he's going to bring you through every storm. But don't think for a moment that just because it's going to be successful, prosperous, that there's not going to be storms around you. Right. I believe it's going to be a uh, outwardly. I mean, Joe Morris says this about the end times. He says, you know, if you look at the end times and read about them, boy, you could get frightened. But the church, relying upon God walking with him, will cause us to be victorious in everything. But it is not a time to turn a blind eye. It's not a time to say, well, it's no big deal. We have time. We have time. But it's a great time to say, I'm going to arrange my schedule. Let's not be of the 75% that by the end of January, we're not reading our Bible. Just understand this. The enemy will try to make you feel like you are too busy to read your Bible and to pray. But you can't be too busy to do that. Again, the Word of God and the Spirit of God will cause you to live life more efficiently than you ever dreamed possible. Jesus said, come and learn from me. Jesus lived 33 and a half years. The last three and a half years of his life it declares that the Bible, the books could not contain what he did in three and a half years. Talk about busy. But he was very productive in what he did. So he knows. He's been tempted in all points like as we are. He said, listen, I can help you be efficient. I can help you be productive. And I can help you not wear out because of busyness. I can help you not be anxious and overwhelmed. Right? So he didn't say there's not going to be things to do. If we're in the last of the last days, there's going to be more to do than ever has been needed to be done. The church is going to have to rise up and reach out, touch more people's lives than ever. But if we look at that and go, oh my God, there's no way I'm too busy. But if we get with God, he'll say, exactly, I'm going to order your steps. Don't you make your own decisions about how this is going to work. Come to me and I will order your steps. And as I order your steps and you walk into and through the doors that I have directed you to do. Lives will be affected. Hearts will be changed. Bodies will be healed. The anointing of God will be seen upon you like you've never seen it before. For wherever I take you, I will anoint you and empower you to do exactly what I've instructed you to do in the way that I am leading you to go. So truly I'm saying to you this day, commit your way to me. And I will bring to pass exactly what I put in your heart and what I've told you to do. So acknowledge me in all the things that you do. 
I will guide your path. I will direct your path. I will take you places that you never dreamed of going. I will bring you in front of people you never thought you would stand in front of. But when I bring you places that you never thought you would go, occupy that place with my presence and my power and bring my word from your mouth to speak and declare into that place things that I want to say, not things that you want to say. And when I bring you across people's paths, bring my word to them. And as you bring my word to them, be bold to stretch forth my hand that you might bring forth the signs and the wonders and the miracles that I have declared. So now is not a time to be distracted by all the busyness of life and the tumultuous times that will come and begin to rock things all around you. But now is a time to know that you are in the boat with me, that I've set up divine relationship, that you might have a divine appointment through divine relationships, and that you will truly be the light in your world that I've called you to be, because you'll take my presence And you'll be exactly what I've called you to be, an ambassador representing me in the kingdom of God, wherever you go with whatever you do. And then you'll see the result of walking with me. The prosperity and the success that I've designed for you to have will be different than you thought it would be. But it truly will be what I said it would be. And so you can walk in the very divine nature and character and power of the Holy Spirit of God. So commit your way to me, and I'll bring to pass everything that I have declared to you in my word. For every promise that I have promised you has its yes, and it's so be it, in Christ Jesus. And you are not outside of Christ in the flesh, but you have been engrafted in by the blood of Jesus. So everything that has been promised belongs to you, for you are in Christ, and Christ is in you. So rejoice and be glad. For now is a day that you can see and know, no matter what the world is doing and the tumultuous times within it, that you walk through the midst of the storm. Keep your eyes on me, lest you begin to sink and have to cry out. But if you keep your eyes on me, no matter what the storm looks like, you can walk even in the midst of the storm. As it were, upon the water and upon the waves, you'll begin to rejoice and say, you have called me out of my boat, and I can walk even on the waves. Says God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So the Spirit of God says, now is the time, now is the time to not rely upon your own strength, but to really look on the inside where the Spirit of God lives. And there will be a strengthening within your inner man by the Holy Spirit of God. And the strength that you walk in will not become strength of the mind or strength of the body, but the strength that you'll walk in will be the spirit of might within you. And there will be a strength rise up. At times when you say, I am weak, you'll realize the joy of the Apostle Paul that when you are weak, then the Spirit of God rises on the inside of you and makes you strong. When you feel like I can't do it and you'll be timid, he'll say, you don't need to be timid. I've not given you a spirit of timidity, but of power and of love and of well-disciplined mind. So you don't have to be all over the map with your thinking, but focused on the intention of God, why he's brought you there and what he's brought you there to do. And when you feel like you can't do it, he'll say, no, you can't, but I can do it through you if you'll yield to me and the strength that I give you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just sense this in my heart. If you if say, that's what I, I, I just want that. I know, I know. I've sensed we're going to walk through some difficult times. Even as brought worry and stress as you've thought about it, and you thought, I can't do it. Stand up. I believe that there's going to be a spirit of might come upon you. Strengthening of the Holy Spirit of God. If you don't want it, don't stand up. Thank you, Lord. 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 For the days ahead. For the days ahead. God, you want to do more. You want to do more through your body. Really than has ever been done before. But it'll take the power of the Holy Ghost. Not the strength of our mind. Not the strength of our body. So I pray right now. Just as there would be an outpouring of oil come from the ceiling. That right now you pour out a spirit of might. upon each one that in our weakness you'll bring strength. So right now, God, grant unto each one Standing here this morning. Mighty power. In their inner man. By the Holy Spirit. Strengthen them. With patience and long suffering. With joy. In their inner man. Do it right now. Thank you, Lord. We might be strong in you and in the power of your might. Strong in you and in the power of your mind. Able to withstand every strategy of the enemy. Wisdom and understanding that we are clothed in the armor of God. Aware of your truth, your righteousness your peace, your salvation. Bringing forth the shield of faith, sword of the Spirit, God, clothed with all that you are, strengthened from the inside out. I thank you, Lord, a year of standing and withstanding. And because of that, a year of triumph 
and victory. Thank you, Lord. Saturate each one, God. Established by the Spirit of God. Rooted and grounded. Because of your mighty power. Steadfast. Immovable. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. You're great and you're greatly to be praised. Thank you, Lord. Why don't you raise your hands towards heaven. Father, we praise you. We magnify you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for preparing us for that which you've prepared for us. That we might walk into 2024 fully equipped, ready to occupy the places of life that we walk in. Fully equipped. Fully clothed. Lacking no good thing that we need to do your will. Thank you for the blood of the everlasting covenant. That Jesus, through your blood and through that covenant, you prepared us and equipped us To complete us in every good work to do your will. Thank you for filling each one, standing here with the knowledge of your will, with wisdom and spiritual understanding, that each one of us might walk out your will collectively as you've knit us together, walk out your will in this year to come. Not being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, every new thing that comes down the pike. But God will stand strong in your word, be led by your spirit, strengthened to do your will, walking worthy of it, God fully pleasing you being productive in what we do, not busied by the world system, but productive, knowing that whatever we lay our hand to on a day-to-day -day basis, you've ordained for it to prosper, not just that we enjoy prosperity, but others might see the power of what we lay our hand to. Now, when we lay our hands to something, there's something different transpiring. The prosperity is not just financially, but it's working out the things that are necessary. That others might see and know that you live in us. That we truly would be the light in the midst of darkness. So grant into each one right now spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. The eyes of our heart would truly be flooded with light and revelation. That we might know the hope, the expectation of our calling as saints of God. That we might know the riches of the glory of your inheritance for us as saints of God. That we might know 
the exceeding greatness of your power that you release towards us who believe. It's the same miracle working power that raised Christ from the dead. It's the same authoritative power that he has over all principality, power, might, and dominion in every name that is named. Reveal that to us. That we take our position of authority, that we might stretch out your hand and see the miraculous. Not just observe the miraculous, but we stretch forth your hand to those around us, those in need, that we're led by the Spirit of God, prompted by the Spirit of God, listening to you, Holy Spirit. That we don't need a platform or fanfare. All we need is a person that you've led us to, to speak the word to, and we know that you'll confirm your word with signs following. So I thank you. Thank you for strengthening each one in their inner man with that spirit of might and power. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You're great and you're greatly to be praised. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated for just a second. Maybe we'll preach the message, second service. Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So in a few weeks, we'll pick up here, but I just want to leave you with this to meditate on and, and to look at Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. It says, but now he, speaking of Jesus, has obtained a more excellent ministry then the high priest going in once a year, the covenant made with the blood of bulls and goats, says, inasmuch as he is also the mediator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises. Jesus is the mediator of a better covenant. We've ended this year talking about covenant, spent our time talking about the, the purpose of covenant, how powerful it is, the power of a covenant relationship, and really the process of covenant. One of the main things is the new and better covenant. To understand this as we move into a new year, really focusing on our newness of life. And just if you'll remember as 
you know, we talked about that covenant ceremony and really the covenant partners in, begin the covenant process back to back. Not facing one another. We were apart from God. We didn't know God. But in deciding to accept Jesus as Lord, we understand that Jesus, he is the sacrifice. And that the walking through the pieces and making that figure eight that they do in the process of, of walking through the pieces as Jesus came from heaven. He went to hell. He came back through the earth and went back to heaven. He completed that. As we give up our life in his death, his burial, his resurrection, we give our life to him. We make that circle and we end up not back to back, but face to face. Face to face. And when we stand face to face, we see through the, the process of different scriptures. And in face to face, then as, just as Jonathan and David did in their covenant, they exchange their robe, which is significant of their life. Just remember this is moving into 2024, no matter what it holds, is that when you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you accepted the blood of the everlasting covenant for you. That you stood before him and said, here is my old life. Here is my life based in the sinful nature of Adam's disobedience that I was born into. I'm giving that to you. And that as a covenant partner, he receives that and takes that away from you. And then he gives you his robe of righteousness. His newness of life. Not rooted in the sin of the disobedience of Adam, but rooted in the obedience of Christ. On the cross, the blood shed, that you accepting that blood, representative of your blood, the justice that needed to be served because the wages of sin was death, that he shed his blood. But it wasn't just the blood of mankind, it was the blood of God mingled together to make that everlasting covenant. And now it's based, the covenant, not based on the blood of bulls and goats, but on the blood of Jesus Christ, a better covenant a more solid covenant, a covenant that does not just cover your sin. Oh man, I got that covered by praying forgiveness today. No, he didn't just cover it. He washed it. Even 1 John 1, 9, we get to that point of saying, I'm going to pray and ask for forgiveness and hope he covers it, but I'll probably do it tomorrow. But it doesn't say that he'll be faithful to forgive you and leave you uncovered or simply covered. It says that he will forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. So he says, in that place where you made a mistake, he said, no, it's not your life anymore. Sinful nature, the, 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 the source of sin is no longer your life anymore. You might have sinned, you might have disobeyed, but if you'll come immediately and say, that was my bad, I chose my way instead of your way, I'm sorry. He said, I'll take that from you, and I'll cast it as far as the east is from the west, I'll remember it no more. You're not, you won't have to be bound by that, you don't have to be let the guilt and the shame of that, you've already taken what that feeling of guilt, I was wrong, and given it to him. Yes. So it's a better covenant based on better promises. Not once a year, right now, I stand face to face. I have access to him. So I don't have to wait. I don't have to go to a confessional. I don't have to have somebody tell me I'm okay. When I make a mistake, I launch into this year like, and I make a mistake. Oh, it's no use. That's why people quit. I'm going to have a new diet. But then the birthday party comes, you eat the cake, and you're like, I blew it, so who cares? Right? 
That's what happens. You make a mistake and you're like, well, I made a mistake. It doesn't matter. But he says, don't do that. Come to me. I'll cleanse you so that day after day, month after month, year after year, you don't put a burden on you. You stay free. You stay light. You stay easy. You stay yoked to him through covenant. And his burden is light and his yoke is easy. You just have to remember, I'm not yoked to that old man anymore. I'm not anchored or chained to that old sinful nature. I'm connected. My anchor, my anchor line goes right behind the veil into the holy of holies, into the very presence of God where the blood of Jesus right now is sprinkled upon the mercy seat, declaring 2,000 years ago, justice and mercy collided on the cross. Justice was served. Mercy was released. So that we don't have to die. He died. For what purpose? So that we could live life and live it more abundantly. More abundantly. So, Hebrews chapter 10 You can read it. He goes through a lot of things there, but Hebrews chapter 10, he said, then this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their heart and into their mind. I will write them. So when you take time, if you decide to go through this, reading the New Testament, you have your own plan. When you read that, it should come off the page and bear witness with something that's written on your heart. Because the covenant isn't just written on a page or on tablets of stone. It's actually from the Spirit of God already written on your heart. That's why we're looking at the New Testament this year. Because the New Testament will reveal Jesus himself, what he's done for you, the commands we live under right now, that are in your heart so that you can walk in them. He goes on to say this. Um, then he adds, their sin and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Amen. Now, where there is remission of these, there is no longer an offering for sin. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest By the blood of Jesus. By a new and living way. Which he consecrated for us. Through the veil. That is his flesh. He said we have this new covenant. So we get into the word primarily. And we see. It's not just written on pages. It's actually written in my heart. So we're not trying To go, oh my gosh, it's on the page here. I got to do what's on the page. No, it jumps off the page and goes into my heart. And I'm not trying to go, how am I going to do this? It's written right there. I know it's a part of who I am and my new life with him. Because it's recognized. But we have to spend time in the word. And that bear witness. Then he says, don't, really don't forsake the greatest opportunity that you have ever been given as a human being. And that is your prayer life. 
Prayer life is not something you got to do. And this is even diminishing so much what it really is. Prayer is something you get to do. Because of the blood of Jesus, you get to step personally into the presence of God. The holiest through the blood of Jesus. We don't come in of our own merit. We don't come in and say, look at me. Look what I can do. We come in and say, humbly, we come in yet boldly. Say, because of what the blood of Jesus has done for me, I come to you. I come to you for the answers of my life. I come to you for the direction of my life. And I come to you for empowerment for my life. In 2024, we have a covenant with God. A covenant relationship with God. That through that relationship, He intends to affect every relationship that you have. Primarily your family your church family, but he'll affect relationships with people he's going to bring you in contact with that you don't even know yet. If you're aware of and taking advantage of, as well as if I'm aware of and taking advantage of, this covenant relationship, this access to his word coming alive in my heart and to his very presence, it will change how I view life, it'll change how I view relationship, and it will change the power that I walk in every single day. So we can know it's going to be a tumultuous year and we don't have to be afraid because we know by covenant he's in me everywhere I go. To preserve, to protect, to heal, to give me wisdom and understanding and revelation, to give me the power the knowledge, the understanding to walk through every situation. Not to avoid every situation, to walk through every situation. Being salt, light, and coming out on victory's side. Why don't you stand up with me? Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you. We praise you and we magnify you. Thank you for speaking to us today. Holy Spirit, continue to speak, encourage, empower, and guide each and every one of us as we leave this place today. That we get, begin to apply what you said to us. That we don't leave here and be a forgetful hearer, but we determine to be a doer. And in that doing, we find the blessing and empowerment of God to continue in every good work. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Say as we go, what God did in Christ Jesus far exceeds any damage done to me by Adam's fall. You can be dismissed. Make it a great year. Uh, make sure you go by and look at the nursery, walk through the nursery, especially if you have nursery kids, you'll be delighted at what you see.
Day and night, countless reasons why I'll praise you in. 